What is up, you wonderful, beautiful people of the world? This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this particular episode, it's already going to be February 8th, 2023. Time is flying. You guys, my anniversary is February 10th. So um, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm super proud of me and my husband, you guys. I've been with him since I was 15 years old. It was a month before he turned 16. We've had a lot of kids together, been through a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, maybe we can share our life together a little bit more with you guys down the road if you guys have questions about like marriage and family and kids and that kind of stuff right so i want to talk to you guys today about just how to make progress um this is something that kind of crossed my mind this morning before i get into it though i want to share really really quick so i released a brand new episode today that actually didn't drop until 7 30 this morning because i had forgotten to actually um schedule the episode now as you guys know, all my podcasts are pre-recorded. They're a couple months advanced. And I did something a little special for you guys next week where I'm dropping episodes Monday through Thursday next week. So you guys be sure to tune in on that. Okay. So December 19th through the 22nd, there's going to be an episode Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They're about 10 to 12 minutes. I tried to make them short, you know, not like the usual half hour, but, uh, we're going to be talking about hypocrisy, blasphemy, bearing fruit. And, uh, you know what it means to have a good noble heart. And then, uh, don't worry. And so uh, that's going to be all next week, you guys. Little 10-minute podcast. So December 19th through the 22nd. You guys be sure to tune in for that. I released a new episode today that came out at 7.30. You guys be sure to check that one out. Uh, Something about pruning and mindsets or something like that. I just saw the title of it and I lost it. But I'll post that on my page when I'm done. You guys can go to Spotify, Google, iTunes, all that, and check it out. So please do. Um, if do. If you do listen to me on iTunes, be sure to leave me a rating. Like, that would be awesome. That does help the podcast, you guys. So if you hear the podcast, you like the podcast, if you hate the podcast, feedback works, you guys. Um, all comments count. <laughs> it helps with everything. All right. So anyway. Oh, what's the other thing? So I'm going to find out about the commercial, you guys, because the book's launching. You guys, Wisdom, I don't know. I don't think I've shared it with you guys yet, but my book is going to be released uh, January 4th of 2023. So that's like in the next three weeks. And I have an opportunity to buy some of my own copies. I, Daily Encouragement has enough money right now to buy about eight copies. Um, I've got about 96 bucks sitting in there. So I messaged my account executive this morning asking her, how much is it gonna cost to get eight books plus shipping? So like, what's the total? As long as we don't go over 96 bucks, let's roll this thing. Or I'll just take one book off, right? And just do seven. That way I have a few. And then any profit, all the books, when I, once I sell all seven of those books, all that money's going right back in Daily Encouragement. I'm buying more books and I'm just gonna keep building up on this thing because um, I found out that with TBN and with how they got it set up, I only get paid twice a year. So my first payment of sales, I won't get that money till July. And then I won't get the other half of the money till next January. So I'm really gonna have to just have my own copies to sell. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm gonna try to do. And I'm also gonna try to get like some kind of store set up where you guys can email me. And if I have any hard copies on hand, I can just mail them to you. I can, you know, I'll even sign them for you guys too. But I gotta have enough money to buy my own copies and do it that way. So like right now I got enough money for seven, maybe eight books and go from there. And the other thing is I'm asking her about the commercial. So I'm kind of leaning for the, um, the, uh, $5,500 one only because they air it 20 times versus the one that's a minute and a half. It's only eight times. Now the other one, obviously it costs more. It's 10,000. Your book's going to be up there with two other big authors. That's great. However, I was like, you know what? What if it, would it be more efficient or more bang for your buck if the ad was out there more 20 times versus eight? Cause like I said, 30 second commercial versus a minute and a half. 
more people would probably watch the 30 second commercial. What do you guys think? I think what I'll do later this week is we're going to look at a couple of the commercials that other people have had, you know, paid to make. And you guys tell me which ones you think are better. And then we can get, decide from there. You guys can maybe help me make that decision. But I've kind of been leaning on the, you know, maybe the $5,500 one. I thought I wanted the $10,000 one, but I'm like, you know what? Maybe the uh, the one that'll be up there 20 times versus eight, that's 30 seconds, will be just as good. And uh, more, it'll be out there for more to see. So anyway, you guys, started with four minutes. If you guys are still here, you guys are awesome. So... I got a lot I'm going to be chatting with you guys about probably Friday. Okay. So I've been in quarantines the last few days because my husband was talking about strongholds on Sunday. You guys be sure to check out his video. His sermons are short and sweet. So, you know, if you guys don't like sitting and listening to somebody talk for an hour, maybe 20 to 25 minutes, you know, Scott's the guy to listen to. He's not, he's not super long drawn out. He just gets to the point and, uh, you know, him and I will kind of dialogue in between. But anyway, so he's talking about strongholds. And, uh, you know, taking your thoughts captive. And so I wanted to talk about that too, you know, on the basis of how they're formed. But I'm not, and I also wanted to dig into the context of what Paul was talking about here as well, because it's something that we can use for ourselves. You know, if you look at the next verse here, you go to chapter 10, he goes, uh, do, do you look at things according to the outside outward appearance? And I was just like, wow, that is a conversation we need to have. And I want to unpack all that for you guys. But um, yesterday I only read chapter six, seven, eight, and nine. And so I want to catch up and finish reading. I read one, two, three, and three this morning. And now I just got to finish four or five. And uh, yeah, four or five, reread six. And now I can kind of put it all together for you guys. But as I was kind of figuring out, Lord, what the heck am I going to talk about today? You know, I was thinking about some posts that I've seen on social media the last couple of days. And, you know, kind of like, I really, one thing I really value about the time we're in right now is people are trying to figure out what is true and what is not. Like, praise God, right? And I appreciate people trying to look at what's going on in the world and, and figure out the truth, like we need to do that. But then I thought, are those same people, do they have the same tenacity to go after the truth out in the world? As Do they do that in the context of their life? Like, are they that intense with it? You guys get what I mean? Think about it like this. You can figure out who's on Jeffrey Epstein's book flight log all you want. But how is that going to impact you in the context of your life at the end of the day? How is that knowledge of knowing who is on Epstein's flights? And this is not to belittle anything. This is just to make a point. How is that knowledge and knowing that, how is that going to help you move forward and make progress in the things that you want to do? Does that make sense? So finding out the context of that is definitely relevant. I think if you are literally in a position, so to speak, to do something with that information, right? So that's why we need to be praying for certain people in high positions who know those things and who are hiding those things and could actually do something with that information to where it could make an impact and it could advance the progress, right? You know, everything everything is beneficial, but if you can't put it in the proper context, who cares? Does that make sense? So how is our, you know, the people out there who have a love for truth, how is their desire to seek the truth impacting their life? And so I just want to ask you guys a question today, you know, or talk about how do you grow? How do you make progress in your life? What's the one thing that you need to get really, really comfortable with? And it's super basic. And if you get comfortable with this, it'll change your life. I want you to ask this question to yourself. Are you committed to the truth? Not just the truth of what's going on in the world, but committed to the truth of what's happening in the context of your life. 
that's not, that's not the same thing. You guys get what I mean? I was talking to my about I was talking to this talking about this with my husband last night. He got home from work and I, I was sharing the news with him about the release date. The reason I didn't call him and tell him was because my son went and took his written test yesterday and I knew if I would have called my husband and told him when he was at work, he would have been like, hey babe, you know, did Scotty pass his written test? And my son wanted to tell him when he got home from work. So I was like, okay, I'll just wait till he gets home, right? That way my son can share with him that, hey, dad, I got my permit because he was super stoked about that yesterday. So anyway, I, I, was, I was sharing with my husband, hey babe, you know, the release date. He's super stoked, looking forward to it because he's been talking about it at work. And he's like, okay, babe, if people were to ask me, what's your book about, like, what do I say? And he's read it before, but uh, he's like, you know, just, you guys I got a hair in my mouth. He's like, uh, in a nutshell. Okay, there we go, I think I got it. <laughs> it's all this long hair that I love. Anyway, um, I said, you know, babe, I, I said, for me, I said, nuggets of truth is about digging up the soil of your life. Digging up, number one, the things that are getting in the way. And as you deal with those burdens, you uncover your skills, your desires, your talents, your values, your character, all those good things. He goes, okay, so he was like, could I sum it up, sum it up this way? You find your, you know, you're gonna find your life as you uncover the burdens that you're living under. And I was like, that's perfect, that's great, let's go with that, right? Because he wants to be able to kind of market it and uh, do that for me when he's at work. He's gonna bring some copies with him, but he was trying to like figure out how to do that. And, and so I was, as we were talking about it, I was like, you know, one thing that people are gonna have to get really comfortable with, if you are really serious about reading this book that's about to come out, there's, there's something that you need to understand. And it's, you have to be brutally honest about some of the things and some of the habits that you have and some of the ways you think and some of the ways you behave, you know, around certain people. Because in, in day one of the devotional, I talk about Peter being around certain kinds of authority and how, you know, you can think that you're going to be bold and, and courageous until you get around certain people. And then it's like, okay, you might be like holding back. Do you guys remember Peter was like super fired up? He was like, Lord, I am never going to deny you. But then as soon as he was in the, in the, in the high priest courtyard or whatever, and everyone's sitting around warming their hands. Right. And they're like, Hey, weren't you with so-and-so? And he was like, no. And he denied it. You know, there was something that was going on in Peter that Peter didn't even know. Right. And, and the Lord knew that Peter obviously had these weaknesses. He, have you guys ever heard something called a merger wish? I read about this reading, uh, Dr. Henry Cloud's book. Um, what is it? Oh my gosh, you guys, it's, it's a fantastic book. Um, dang it. It's on that book list. I'll be sharing that with you guys too. Um, oh, it's, it just escaped my mind, but it's on the book list in the book. And I'll share that. I'll share that with you guys too. But there's a book I was reading. He was talking about, you know, have you ever asked the question as to why that you might find yourself hanging around certain people or you're attracting certain people and you're like, what the heck? Why do I always have these certain kinds of people in my life? But anyway, he was discussing that and other things. And he said something about a merger wish and how sometimes if you perceive certain lack in yourself, you can kind of connect yourself with other people to kind of like fill that void. So it was like around Jesus, Peter was strong, right? Because Jesus was walking his authority. And when Jesus faced the, you know, higher ups per se, or the ones that Jesus knew had the authority because God gave it to them, right? So the Pharisees at the time were the ones that God had given the authority to communicate who God was to the rest of the world, but they dropped the ball. They got fired, right? Jesus fired them all. But Jesus wasn't afraid of them. He didn't hold back because of their position. Do you guys hold back because of certain positions that people have? If you can't be honest about those kind of things, you're not, you're not gonna uncover these things. 
you're gonna stay underneath the same burden. What do I mean by that? If I ask you, do you do that? You might respond, well, yeah, but. Your yeah, buts are the excuses that we make. And here's the thing. You making excuses is, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but it's not uncovering the real reasons as to why you behave and do what you do. If you want true wisdom in your life, this is what you have to do. You have to uncover the reasons why you behave the way you do, whether it's in a way that's favorable or unfavorable to who you want to become. You have to be willing to ask these kind of questions to have some understanding and insight, which in turn is going to produce the wisdom that you're seeking. What is wisdom? Wisdom is knowing the, the best means and the best ends for accomplishing a particular end. You guys know what discernment is? Discernment is being able to see into something. You see the particular part. So like there's a hole, right, of something, but you can discern the separateness of the hole, okay? You need, to, so you're a whole person, you're a package deal, but there's certain things about you that are a little more specific. And that's what gives you the discernment that makes up the different, you know, uh, uh, layers of who you are. You have to be able to discern those things about yourself as far as like, okay, why do I have this tendency to behave this way around these kinds of people versus when I'm around these kinds of people? That's the kind of stuff that God wants to bring to your, uh, the surface and give attention to. But if you're like, well, you know, if you make excuses for it, like if you're, I know I should be doing this, but this is why I do it. That's not answering the question. So if you are still in that, that mindset of, okay, well, I know I should be, but this is why I don't, then you're not going to, you're not going to move forward. You're still going to be underneath that same burden. You know, you could, okay, you know, why, why do I struggle to be around authority? You know, I'm trying to think some of the reasons it was for me, you know, like, okay, why didn't I speak up? Um, fear. I didn't want to get kicked out of the church. I wanted to be liked. I wanted to have a good Christian reputation. Um, I wanted to, I wanted them to, uh, like validate what I was saying right? Because I didn't have my own security within myself. That's a whole nother conversation. But these are, that's, that's what I'm talking about. When you just honest, answer, answer it honestly, off the top of your heart, no BS, no strings attached, say what it is. That is where healing is going to come. You just need, you need to be able to sometimes vocalize those things. I was listening to, uh, I listen, I watch like Gary V. He's a social media influencer. And uh, I really like his perspective on some things. And, um, he was talking, I can't remember, he was talking to some guy about something. Oh, he was like, I have all this success, but he still didn't feel good about it or something like that. And he was like, hey man, if you need to go have therapy or something, like go do it. And, he, and you know, some people don't feel comfortable about that or some people have had bad experiences with therapy or whatever. But Gary Vee was like, you just need to, you need to be able to say certain things, you know, and talk about certain things that bother you and just say it and get it out of you. He was talking about just being a poison. And, and sometimes we have these, these things that we need to say that are locked up in us. Like, you know, it's there, but you can judge yourself out of saying it. Have you guys ever judged yourself in the presence of God? You know, his ideals and his standards. Don't worry. Don't do this or that. I think I talked about this last week, but it's something that just keeps circling back and forth, right? You're aware of it. So then you judge yourself and then you never deal with the real problem. Did you know God's not going to condemn you for telling the truth? Never. God loves truth. Truth is an aspect of who God is. If you really want to get God's attention, be truthful. And I'm not just talking about telling him what he wants to hear. I'm talking about telling him why sometimes you ain't telling him what you need to hear and deal with. 
right? If I, so when you're reading my book, if I ask you a question, you're not telling me the answer. You're talking to the Lord about these things. And so you need to approach this very boldly, very courageously, right? And you need to do it with, with the grace and love of God. And I talk about how, you know, how that works in the devotional. But as I was telling my husband last night, once you get out from underneath the burdens of why you are not behaving and doing the things you want to do, all this other stuff that you want to do is just going to flow naturally. You know, it's, it's like, I say this all the time. You behave differently when you're sick than when you're well. When you feel good and you've got energy, does anybody have to tell you to do stuff? No, you just do it. It's a natural consequence of health. You guys, there are natural consequences of states of being that we just operate in without any type of rules or instructions per se. Okay? So there's certain states of being that have its own natural intelligence, so to speak, that produces its own kind. Think about it like this. When a man and a woman come together to have a baby, do you gotta sit there and, and instruct this child on how it's gonna be made? No, right? Are you? Does mom and dad have to sit there and literally command the body? No, by the grace of God, you ain't gotta think about any of that because that's a pretty big job, ain't it? When you've got a human being forming inside of you and that thing is growing, most of us didn't even pass biology or any of those classes. I mean, God forbid some of us had to build a human body, right? We'd be screwed. Some of us don't care, and, and you know what I'm saying? So the point is, is there's a natural occurrence that happened, that God made happen, that's got its own intelligence, its own thing, because made, we're made in the image of God, right? So it's that same way. You don't have to figure everything out when you deal with the things that are holding you down. Everything else will naturally start coming to the surface. You know, once you get those burdens off of you, because I was, I was talking to my husband about this too. I found a piece of paper. So like I keep a little notebook in my truck. So if I'm like sitting at a stoplight or I'm sitting in like sitting and waiting for something, right? Sitting out in the truck, somebody's running in the store or something. If I have like an aha moment, I'll write it down. You know, if, and, and I, I try to keep notes of some of the things that I think about that I'm like, wow, that's that was really insightful. And it was something I was, I was asking myself questions like how did I, Go about my own transformation process like what what did that look like what was the very beginning of it and for me you guys it was the process of removal and and for you it's going to be the same thing removing your burdens removing the things in your life that are holding you down and then so okay i gotta remove my burdens what's the next thing why are you carrying some of those burdens you have to start getting very specific with yourself in the context of whatever those burdens are i don't know what they are right so if you have a certain, perceive you have a certain burden on you, it's time to take that burden off. But sometimes we don't even know why we carry them. And sometimes, you know, you think, well, I'm just gonna carry it, right? Like, well, if I carry my burden, I'm gonna get stronger. You like almost, you almost, you know, treat it like lifting weights. If I lift heavier, I'll get stronger. Wrong context, bro. <laughs> um, think about people who are burdened, like mentally and emotionally. The last thing they're thinking about doing is lifting weights and taking care of themselves right? There's certain things that you won't do when you are in a certain state of mind. It's normal. It's what happens because, you know, that, that's, it's just the way that God created things, you know, like a natural consequence, so to speak. So anyway, how do you grow? How do you make progress in your life? Ask yourself if you're committed to the truth. Are you committed to the truth in the context of your life and the things that are holding you back? Can you ask yourself why? 
You know, how is that formed? And you guys, I, I talk about all that in the devotional. I, I walk you guys through that process. I walk you through my own process I went through, certain questions I had to ask myself. I thought about different scenarios that I was, you know, stuck in, like in the church and different burdens I carried and, and why did I hold back around these people or this or that. I talk about all that and I share that with you guys because I'm hoping that as I share my story, it will provoke you guys to reflect on your own life and, and, and kind of see some similarities and start dealing with those things in your life. Okay. So it's very simple. Are you committed to the truth? And the reason I think sometimes people aren't committed to the truth in the context of their life, because it doesn't always feel comfortable, right? Truth is painful sometimes to come to reality. It's humiliating, right? When you realize things about yourself. Well, and here's the thing too. You're not a lot of times when it comes to truth in our life, I was thinking about this this morning too. We can think that we're bad, right? Like, so there's something I have to change. It's like, that's not always true. Sometimes you're in a situation you're in because of what you don't know. And that is a difference. Sometimes you are being stubborn and, and hard-headed, right? Okay, and you're choosing. But even with that, there's still something going on underneath there, right? If people are choosing to willingly engage in a behavior and an activity that they know is not helpful for them, there's usually reasons for that. And that's all I'm saying is find out your reasons for why you do what you do and stop ignoring those things. Because the more you ignore it, the more you're going to waste your breath in your life, right? And then, you know, oh, Lord, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, I'm not moving forward in my life. My life sucks. This Christianity thing doesn't work. It works perfectly if you work with the system that God gave us, which is truth. The truth will set you free. Jesus said that. And I never understood that, you guys, because I was like, I thought the truth was what people told me what to do right? Especially if they were other leaders. I was like, oh man, okay. And I never, I never learned to appreciate, you know, myself in terms of, you know, oh, how can I say this? Like last night when I was talking to my husband, if you're feeling burdened by something or someone's telling you to do something and you're like, dude, I don't know about that. That's an indicator. Sometimes we just ignore those indicators. Sometimes we don't even know they're indicators. I didn't know that my emotions were indicators to something. Right? A lot of times in the Christian community, you hear this all the time and it drives me freaking insane. Oh, don't live by your emotions. No, don't live by your emotions, but don't ignore your emotions. They're there for a reason. Pay attention to what's going on. Why do you feel that way? What's happening? Right? There's a, there's a legit reason. Now, sometimes our reasons come from, what, where do reasons come from? Our thinking, our reasoning, right? Sometimes our reasoning is not reality. Sometimes our perception is way off. How do I know? Remember, remember, remember I shared that story with you guys? I got that story from uh, my life coaching course I did with Kane Ramsey. And he said the story that he shared with us came from a book that he read. Uh, Stephen, what is it? Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you guys have read that book, I highly recommend it. That's a really good book. Okay. Um, but he was talking about, you know, the guy sitting on the train, the businessman, you know, and uh, he's like reading his paper and he's, you know, thinking about some stuff. And then there's these two kids running around all over the place and this businessman sitting there watching them. And he's like, dude, what the heck's going on with these kids? Right? Feeling frustrated because they are running around the train. And then the dad's just kind of sitting over here, just looking like, you know, nonchalant, not paying attention or whatever. So the guy gets up and he was like, dude, you're, you're the worst dad. What the heck's wrong with you? Don't you see your kids are running all over this place? And the guy was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, we just we just left their mom's funeral. I don't even think they understand what's going on and I just have no idea what I'm gonna do. And, and that's the point. Sometimes we can be so stuck in what we think is right until you get some enlightenment and some more context. 
especially when you're looking at other people's lives. Good grief. How many times have you ever looked at somebody's life and made conclusions on it and then you were totally off base because you didn't have all the information? And that's all I'm saying to you. You might not have all the information in the context of your life as far as why you do what you do. So like, let's stop worrying about what other people are doing and trying to understand who cares. If you can't even understand yourself and why you do what you do, you're not gonna be no help to nobody else, right? And, and think about it. If you can't even give yourself space to understand yourself, do you really think you're gonna do that for somebody else and have the patience that you need sometimes to ask questions instead of you know walking in our assumptions? You can assume things about yourself that hold you back and you can assume things about other people that are gonna hold you back. And the best thing to do on both scenarios is to ask questions. So start with yourself. Am I committed to the truth? And what's truth? It's not a complicated thing, y'all. Truth is reality. What's the reality of your life? Are you making the progress you wanna make in the context of your relationships, with your health and fitness, with your finances, and your mental health, and your personal relationship with the Lord? And all those are connected together, by the way. Nothing is segregated, but what I'm saying is sometimes if it helps us to, uh, pinpoint maybe some of where our burdens are when we can look at how life is kind of like made up of all these different parts. Remember I talked about discernment earlier, you know, and how discernment is seeing into something and the, and the distinct parts of a thing. Your life is like that. Your life is composed of many different aspects. And if you can discern what area of your life that is weighing you down, boom, that is the, that is, that's going to be a huge thing for you. You can start dealing with one thing at a time. Right now, some people try to take on way too much and deal with all this or that, but start with the number one pressing thing and then ask yourself, what is the truth in this situation, Lord? This is how I'm thinking and seeing it. But sometimes guess what? The Lord will be like that guy sitting on the train and be, tell you some information. And you're like, oh, wait a second. I was way off base, Lord. Lord, Lord, help me. Help me to see it the way it really is. And think about that. When you see things for how they really are, you're better at making decisions, all right? You think better, you have peace, you have all the information, all the facts, right? You're not just like, that's the reason why some people don't take risks and step out because sometimes they don't have all the facts, right? But if you have a general basis on something, it's gonna give you the confidence you need to move forward. That's why, you know, you, you gotta ask these kinds of questions. And when the questions come, be honest, right? Don't operate in shoulds. You guys, I used to do that all the time. This is what I should be doing. Who gives a crap what we should be doing? We're not doing it. That's the truth, right? And so we have to be like, well, why, am, why come I'm not doing that? Maybe I don't wanna do it. Okay, maybe that's gonna lead you on the direction you should be in, right? You know, um, like I said, maybe there's something that, you're that you need that you're trying to get and you're not communicating that. And that's the other thing sometimes, right? What needs are underneath that behavior? That, that's a really important question. What needs are underneath the behavior that you have and that behavior sometimes in situations that you're like, man, I hate that I do that, but I need this, right? Maybe you maybe you weren't poured into enough growing up, right? And you know you were kind of just like thrown off, and so now you just need people to like pour into you and validate you. That's what our parents are supposed to do, right? But if we didn't get a lot of that, you know, then uh, we can try to find that down the road in different relationships. And this is just human nature, you guys. We shouldn't, you know, we can't shame anybody for that. We need that. We need that kind of encouragement from people. We need the right people in our life doing that for us. You know, um, have you guys ever um, 
taking compliments from strangers, but not so much from the people that love you and that are in your own home. You know, have you ever done that before? And so uh, anyway, you guys, that is all I have for you today. You guys are awesome. Anchor, thank you guys for all your support. I'm gonna get off Anchor really quick, you guys, and then uh, I'll jump on Facebook and see what you guys got going on over there. But anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I got like a minute and 15 seconds left. Um, I appreciate all your guys' support. You guys have a wonderful rest of the week. Um, I think Spotify started putting questions on here. Like, what did you think of the podcast? If you got a second, just answer the question for me. I would love to hear some feedback from you guys. If you're listening to the podcast through Anchor, you can go ahead and like send me a voice message or something. I've gotten one voice message from a gal in Texas and that was so cool, man. She was like, I really appreciate what you're doing and this or that. And I was like, wow, it, it encouraged me, seriously. So anyway, you guys have an awesome rest of the week and I will talk to you next time. Thank you.